Good evening, big footy folk, neutral listers, and my boss Kathy, and welcome to the 2015 Big Footy Blues podcast episode number 11. I am Shandog, your host tonight, and with one half of the Big Footy Brangelina Cinderella story, uh, not the boxing one, HBF, as well as <laughs> the girl voted Kyrgyzstan's most popular independent Carlton Football Club related podcaster, Bluebell. <laughs> oh, guys. <laughs> Completely true. I looked Good that evening, one up everyone. on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how's everyone going, recovering from the weekend? Uh, is, uh, is everyone's TVs or Carlton memorabilia still intact or what? I'm still angry. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually almost gone past anger to the point of I just, I know it's bad, but I just, it's, it's not that I don't care, but on Saturday, you just sort of just knew it was coming. So, I sort of was well prepared for, for what was coming. So, I'm just in the state of just... Uh, whatever, really, at the Which moment. Which stage of grief is uh, acceptance? <laughs> <laughs> We've reached that point, have we? Yeah, I, I think... We'll never accept it, will we? Seriously. Ah, <laughs> oh, no. But look, hey, let's do... A, we'll do a quick wrap of some Blues news. So after uh, after the horrible game on the weekend against GWS, um, have you guys seen Malthouse's message to supporters? Yeah, sorry, yep. tonight he did say in there. Uh, I'll just uh, read from a quick transcript here. In his weekly message to Carlton members, Malthouse said, "Whilst it's important to blood fresh talent, it's equally important to strike the right balance and have the best twenty-two run down the race." Uh, doesn't seem to have helped last week, but okay. Moldhouse says his priority for Carlton's younger players is to try and teach them the right way to go about their football and we'll continue to promote our kids but we'll also continue to develop them as best we can before we bring them in and expose them to these sort of games. <laughs> so, that, I guess in uh, in defence of, of um, the play the kids argument, I think after the game against GWS, that makes us now, um, we have played the most of players on our list of anyone in the comp at the moment, is that right? I think you said 35 players so far to date or something. Yeah, yeah with Matt, um, with, uh, it's Matthew Dick, isn't it? He played his, was it his yeah. first game just on the weekend? No, he uh, second. played against oh, yeah. Kilda, I think, yeah. Right, so yeah, 35 Correct. players. I suppose we are getting them out there. I, I think we're, and I think a lot of the board was of the same opinion, was that I just don't know how Mick and the club can justify dropping Mick Graham after one quarter of footy. It mm. just It just boggled my mind how they could reach that decision. And then, you know, guys like Bokehurst and Wiley, Buckley, just play them. You know, yes, they made mistakes, but, you know, they're always going to give you 110%. And I, just, I just don't see why the club will come out and say that we're in, we're in sort of rebuild mode. And then a few weeks after saying that, they drop the kids and bring in, like, a lot more experienced players. It just mm. they're, sending, they're really sending mixed messages out yeah. to the... 
to the supporters. Do you think it was um, them trying as hard as they possibly could to get a a, a win against GWS, who uh, up until recently people have thought, uh, you know, anyone on their day could beat them? Look, I think so. I, I'm not sure about what you guys think, but it kind of smacked that, you know, maybe Mick was sort of tapped on the shoulder and said, look, we really need to win this week. So he's brought in as many experienced players as he as he could, but it just didn't work. And I just don't know where the club goes to from here. You know, they sort of making two statements in terms of rebuild and then playing older players. So I, I'm not sure what the next step is. Yeah, I can't remember. I mean, I've been to a lot of footy, obviously, and I can't remember a more poor performance in the whole, you know, life of my footy career. It's just... You know, there was no structure, kicking backwards, sideways, the crowd booing. I've never actually heard our crowd boo our own players before like that. Like, even in the dark days, we, you know, stuck fat and whatever, but it was horrible. Like, our players are stagnant. They don't work hard for each other. They're just, they're like a bunch of individuals running out on the field. There's no talk on the ground. It's just, uh, I just... I, like HBF said, I don't know where we go to either from here. It's just one of those situations where it, it, it probably needs a big clean-out, and I'm talking from the top down. When you watch them live, it, the, we're such an easy team to play against because we, we basically we almost start from the back and we, we tend to like pin ourselves into like the back pocket or the back flank and we try and work our way out from there. Yeah. And we, we just can't do it. We, we don't have the confidence or the skill to be able to do it and it's just so frustrating what we're actually lacking compared to other years is that link man between the forward line and the back line like we used to have hendo and weighty rotate even jeff garlett and betts used to lead up at times and there's just nothing there's no movement um i just i can't remember us being this bad i really can't i reckon we uh, saw a game at the gabba a few years ago blue belt that was equally (laughs) as poor Oh, I reckon Saturday took the cake for me in the whole 26 years I've been going to the footy. That was the worst. It really was. It was the worst. Well, so is it only up from here then? <laughs> Mate, we, cannot, we, we can't go it? any further down. We're at the bottom. <laughs> the worst thing is I can't see us winning another game. I honestly cannot see us winning another game. Yeah, it is a long season though. Um, still a long way to go and a lot of uh, changes that could possibly still happen as much as... Um, uh, it does bring me on to the next topic here. Um, article from The Age. President Mark LeJudice has uh, come out again and uh, clarified that nothing has or will change. Mick Malthouse will coach our football club for the remainder of the season. Um, a lot of people have been saying, you know, we've got the poll on the, the Malthouse uh, thread on, on Big Footy uh, asking people whether they want to see him sat now. Um, coach out the rest of the season or, or some other options as well. Do you guys think that the decision to wait until the end of the season is actually them making a, a decision and taking a stance? I see a lot of posters saying, you know, the club needs to make a decision and, and make a call on him. Is he staying or is he going sort of thing? Um, yeah. Is that middle ground not enough of a decision for you guys? Or or you can, can you sort of see the merit in that and, and say, well, this is the club? taking a stand and saying, this is what we're doing? Well, personally for me, I think they need to take a stand now because I think the longer he's there, the more damage that will get done and it'll be a longer recovery. Um, our players have nothing left. They've got no confidence left. They've got obviously no faith in the game plan, no faith in each other. 
Um, I think they need to make the tough call now and get him out. I know it's going to cost us and I know it's the third coach in eight years, but they have to do something because if we keep getting smashed the way we're getting smashed, it's going to be a longer road to recovery. Yeah, I I agree. I I think we need to get him out as quickly as possible. The, The only thing I will say to that, and this is more sort of plain devil's advocate, is that we're only seven rounds in and I can't recall off the top of my head the last time a coach was sort of sacked this early into a season. So I just wonder if they might wait till after the bye and, and maybe wait till, you know, maybe fit round 13 or 14 or something like that and then make yeah, it a season. Six season. or eight games out from the end or something. Correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the only thing I can sort of think, which is what uh, the club might be thinking as well. Maybe just, just not this early. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, if, if, if we can judge anything from history, that's generally what happens, isn't it? So, yeah, fair yeah. enough. I'd just, I'd put Laidley in now and go on the hunt for the best coach and not rush the decision, get the best man for the job. We rushed the Mick decision. I mean, you know, he was available. They jumped on it because they, they didn't want to miss out. And three years later, mate, I've never seen us this bad. Well, do, do you make anything of the, the rumours that have been going around about uh, uh, John Worsfold already being spoken to? In fact, some people have even suggested that he's already... You know, had a, a handshake agreement that um, that he'll be taking over. Is that not the same thing that we just did with Moldhouse? It is, and I, yeah. I would hope the club wouldn't do that. I, I, I would hope that if the club was going to go out and look for the right person, that they wouldn't they wouldn't do it sort of whilst Moldhouse still still coaching. They'd actually go out and do their due diligence and go and speak to everybody and, and see the, who, who the best person is for for this job. So. Yeah, yep. I really hope they haven't done that. Oh, God. Me too. <laughs> no worries. All right. Well, uh, on a happier note, let's move on to the pre-game. Uh, sorry. No. I was going to uh... say, what's going to be happy about Friday? <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry. let's do it then. The weekend wake. <laughs> Guys, well, on uh, Saturday afternoon or Saturday evening, in a complete train wreck that I unfortunately couldn't tear my eyes away from, Carlton was defeated by Greater Western Sydney, uh, 19 goals, 21, 135 to 9 goals, 357. Um, goals for Carlton, Judd 2, Menzel 2, Everett, Wood, Yaren, Casbolt and Bell with singles. Uh, Greater Western Sydney, Jeremy Cameron kicked five, Trelaw three, uh, swag of other guys got a couple and, and uh, one each, including a defender, Patville. That was fantastic. Um, <laughs> best listed for Carlton was uh, Judd, of course. Uh, Zach Tui, Ed Curnow, Sam Rowe, um, Everett and Murphy uh, for Greater Western Sydney, Canelio, Shield, Trelaw. Jeez, wouldn't that be nice in our midfield? Um, <laughs> Cameron, Mumford and Bug. Uh, injuries, Patrick Cripps was actually... Rep- he was a late out, has a tight calf. Hopefully that's not a, uh, a lingering issue for this Friday night. He was replaced by David Allard. And Mark Murphy had his nose smeared across his face by a stray uh, Carrazzo arm. Did anyone see the replay of that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yep. And we got a free kick from it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the best piece of umpiring I've ever seen. <laughs> 
least your eyes are on our side. <laughs> really, high, high contact. It's I'm pretty sure in the uh, the laws of the game. Karatsu made high contact with another player. It should yeah. have been a GWS free. So <laughs> and uh, Ryan Griffin hurt his knee. I'm not actually sure how serious that was. Um, mm. I haven't looked into that. But, uh, yeah, David Allard came on um, for Matthew Watson in the third quarter. And, gee, didn't he look um, pretty down on himself on the bench? He was obviously quite keen to make an impact finally getting back into the side. And, yeah. So, look, uh, I guess I'll open it up with uh, what went wrong. Well, everything went wrong. <laughs> Seriously, I, look, I, I'm going to be really, I'm going to be really brief. I, the 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 best thing that happened about Saturday was the fact that I wasn't there. That I actually stayed at home. HBS, um, you need to get behind him. Come on. <laughs> and I watched it on the couch. But Bluebell, I actually wanted to ask you a question, as you're the only one of us that was there on Saturday. Was it? Did I hear right that when the when Matthew Watson when Matthew Watson was subbed off that he was booed? Is that is that right? No, not that I heard, and I was on the interchange okay. side. So the okay. only booing I heard was in the first quarter when we started kicking backwards. Um, oh, look, there was probably that much booing going on. It could have been uh, easily confused for booing him off. We were yeah, just no, doing something crap at the time. I didn't. I didn't hear that at all. And I actually haven't seen the replay because I refused to watch it. So I, I heard about him and how he reacted when the camera was on him on the bench, but um, yeah. I haven't seen anything. So I feel for him. I do, um, even though you know he's not one of my favourites. But um, look, it's sad. I mean, he's probably realised now that his AFL career is. Over. So. Well, if it was a fair and just world, um, that game should be essentially completely wiped from memory regarding <laughs> his sort of output and form. Because, I mean, um, you can't judge a, a forward coming in for his first AFL game in quite a while, I mean, barring the, the one he played last season, on a team that just had, where are these stats? 30, 32 yeah, inside sorry. 50s for the whole game. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, we, we've been pretty harsh as a collective, I think, on Bigfooty on, on Jones, and he's had better service than that. So what does mm-hmm. that say about the, 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 the opportunities that Watson's had there? That, that was a horrible game to come back into, really. Yeah, yeah. look, I, I tried to make the point in the game day thread that, you know, even someone like a, a Buddy Franklin would have struggled to get a kick with the way the ball came in yeah, on Saturday. And, and Watson, I don't think, look, he, he didn't get a lot of the footy, and that's fair enough. And, you know, he'll never be our best player, but look, he competed, he he tackled when he had to tackle, but the delivery was either over his head or meters in bounce meters in front of him. And I, I don't know what people expect him to do when he gets when the ball gets delivered like that to him. I, look, I would not drop him this week. I bet you he gets dropped, but I wouldn't drop him yeah, this I week. Agree. I think another it'd be a guy. decision if, you, if they drop yeah, him. Yeah, they they would absolutely destroy him if, if they dropped him this week. Le- leave him in Look, we're not going to beat Geelong, so leave him in. Let's see if our midfield can improve. Uh, I mean, the, the midfield is really where all the fingers should be pointed and just see whether he can, you know, get a kick next week. It, you know, it might, it might do wonders for him to know that he's, you know, getting another chance and you know, who knows. But there, it would be pointless dropping him this week. He just looks lost out there, though, guys. I mean, he's not the only one, but, yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I'm not sure. He, yeah. have, have you seen any Northern Blues games this year, Blues? No, no, I haven't. Okay. There was a game down at um, Sandringham 
couple of weeks ago, and he he played really well. Like mm-hmm. appreciate that the opposition was different than that, but <laughs> he he um you know he reads the game well, he leads well, he he's actually quite quick on his feet as well. So um, and we know really? what his kick is. No yep. way. <laughs> yes way. The slowest, but he so, he's not uh, agile, so, but he can get he can get up some speed. He mm. can, yeah, yeah. So that's why I just think the poor guy. I just think he, I'd love to just see him get another week or two. Just if we can just get some better delivery into the the four line. The problem is he's coming up against Geelong's defenders and then Sydney's yeah. defenders the week after. So I mean, just give him a go. Just, that's all we want is just for him to get a go, um, bring the kids back in, and, and just see how we go. And realistically, he was he was the second forward. It was Casbolt and him, wasn't it? Yeah. So, correct. Yeah. No, have, if Hendo comes back, I mean, it'll be a straight swap. I would have thought, but interesting. Yeah. Well, well, the, the other thing is whether whether Cruiser comes in or not. I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's had two weeks now, so I reckon they'll recall him back. Yeah, I, I think they might as well. Mm. Would be a bit of an injustice, but I, I can see it happening. I look at Watson. I look at kids like Graham and Buckley, and um, you know the like. It's, I mean, they're different players, but you know, who do you see in our future moving forward? Out of those three, I mean, I, I don't see Maddie Watson fitting into our side. Yeah, right personally. now, probably so, not. No. Yeah, I'd just persist with those that you know that are going to be there because, let's face it, there's going to be a big clean-out. Mick's already started that. Um, we're feeling the brunt of it now. Um, there's going to be more to come. So, yeah. But, look, going back to the actual game, and you guys touched on it a little bit earlier um, with regards to the structures and, and the way that we're moving the ball, I think it's just been absolutely uh, patently obvious to everyone that the game style that the players are trying to play is either not known to them well enough that they can do it instinctively and work together as a team, or it's it's just a terrible one that isn't working. I mean, I was reading for, for, for so long we've had people on Big Footy talking about how Mick's game plan isn't working or he, he, he can't get through to the players or anything like this, um, and the players don't know what they're doing. That's what we've constantly had said. And I for so long I've been thinking to myself, well, that's just a ridiculous thing to say. Who, who, who in their right mind would say that? They're professional footballers. This is what they're trained to do. They talk about it all week. They do all of these sessions to try and figure this stuff out. But I've got to admit, I, I think I was wrong, and everyone who has said that is completely right. There's absolutely no team cohesion in there, and that's, I think, one of the reasons that we're looking like the players aren't putting in effort. It's not that they're not trying. It's just that when you've got six blokes, we're trying to kick it out of defensive 50 and, you know, six or eight people are in the midfield staring at each other going, who's supposed to run where? They're not moving. They don't know what to do and it looks like they're not trying at all. There's got to be something changed soon. The uh, the coaching staff have got to figure out what it is that they need to change about the way they're going about things in order to get our ball movement up from what is VFL level. Maybe not even at the moment. Not even. We'd struggle to beat a VFL side at the moment. Yeah. Damning statistic against GWS. That was the first game, in, and it was round seven, that was the first game all year where we've had a, a transition that resulted in the goal from a kick out, um, where that used to be one of our strengths. Yeah. Correct. Yep. I, I think uh, I was listening to Andy Marr on SEN uh, on Sunday, and he, Carlton was obviously what everyone was talking about it and I thought he made a good point he mentioned that if the club has already decided that they're not going to go with Mick for next year and I think it's probably fairly obvious to everyone that they're not I think maybe the club should tap him on the shoulder and say look Mick we're not going to go with you next year and we just want the we just want the players to play don't worry about 
structures and don't worry about going around the boundary line. Just just let them play. Just let them run and gun like they I used agree. to. I agree. Yeah, strip yeah. the game right back or something. Yeah, and and just let them play. We've got nothing to lose. We can't go any further backwards than what we already are. And yeah. if we can start getting some confidence back into the players, exactly, it's going to sort of help us for next year. I mean, just yeah. put the cure in the rack for this year. We're done and dusted. And I thought, I was listening to it in the car and I'm nodding furiously away thinking, <laughs> yes, do it. Bloody do it. <laughs> The people uh, in the car next to you thought you were listening to Doof Doof or something. Yeah, yeah I think I think uh, I think maybe thought I was having a seizure or something. So. <laughs> no, but look, that sounds like a fantastic idea. I mean, why wouldn't you at this stage where you know finals are not a chance? Even if they were, why would you bother? Yeah. Um, absolutely, strip the game plan back. Say, look, other than these core basic things that we want to keep, you know, with the way that we play the game, take it on, go through the middle. Um, create space and movement and, and sort of play to your strengths. Absolutely. Yep. Instill some confidence, like you said, HBF, because it's at an all-time low and it's kind of what we did in 2013. Um, Mick stopped playing his game plan and, you know, we made finals, yes, by default, but we were an attacking side again. It's exciting to see, similar to what Richmond did yesterday against Collingwood. They stripped it all back and just went out there and had a crack and look at the result. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, well, turning the attention just to a a couple of individuals um, in the game, um, did anyone actually stand out to you guys as as having a game worth a pat on the back at all? Judd. Um, Juddy, yeah, he was good. Um, bear <laughs> Once in mind, we again, had... carrying the side, bloody hell. <laughs> I hate to see us without him. It'd be horrible. Yeah. So, um, yeah, bearing in mind, we had Matthew Dick playing his second game. Yeah, um, I was pretty impressed with him. Yeah, as was I, actually. He seemed to use the ball well, was pretty composed overall for a second game. You take that every day of the week. Um, Jason Tutt was also singled out by the coaches having a, a good game. I'd be honest, I didn't really notice his influence too much. Did you guys uh, see much of him or, or think much of his game? I did a little bit in the first half, but not after halftime. Yeah, yeah. 23 He turned touches. the ball over a bit. Did he, did he turn the, his def- disposal efficiency wasn't very good, was it? No, 56.5. Mm. Yeah. But how much do you trust that stat? Andrew Carazzo's was 93.7 for the game. <laughs> God, oh, Jesus. Yeah, I must have been Jeez. getting you confused with someone else. Uh, <laughs> I actually thought I, I thought Sam Rowe did okay, even though he had five kicked on him. I, I didn't think he played too badly, given mm. oh, yeah, how the ball was yeah. coming into the forward line for GWS. So, That's true. He um, made a couple of mistakes, like dropping yeah. the mark. And, true, oh, that's true. That's frustrating. Yeah. He's under but that much pressure, though. Correct. So. The ball yeah. went in there 80 times. 80, so. 80 times. <laughs> Just <laughs> in case this is not clear, 80 Inside 50s. 32, that's disgraceful. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah look, that's not good. Realistically, I think our, um, our back line has done pretty well for us to not get, like, oh. 180 point scores against, really. Correct. Really. We should have lost by 20 goals, not 13. Had GWS kicked straight, was it 19 goals, 21 or something? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's 40 scoring shots to, what was us, 15 or something? So, 12, 12. 9-3. You're being generous, <laughs> <laughs> To put it into perspective, Eddie Betts and Jeff Garlick kicked a higher score than Carlton uh, on the weekend. Yeah, Let's... yeah. I'm glad. Um, I'm glad Mebby's not on here tonight. Otherwise, yeah, yeah she'd be cutting loose. I think. <laughs> I will say, uh, Tom Bell, Zach Tui, Chris Yaron all had pretty good games. Uh, it was nice to see Yaron. He he took the game yeah. on a couple of times and ran through the middle. Obviously, we didn't get much of an opportunity to do it, but um, and he was fired up too. Actually, he was. It's good yeah. to see, to be honest. I'm glad he didn't mm. give away uh, any silly freeze or um, or get himself reported or anything, but fire in the belly, I'm more than happy to see that. So 
you know, there were a few takeaways, I guess, that we could say were good. Casbolt kicked straight again. Um, yeah, let's try and get him the ball a little bit more. <laughs> Just look for him. He's a target, at least. We've got nothing else. Look for him. All right. Uh, well, let's um, before we go on to um, the pregame pep talk, we'll do a quick review of the uh, Geelong game. Um, HBF, uh, probably the first time this season we'll, we'll start talking about this sort of stuff. Our resident... Um, or is it, is it, there's a way to say this that doesn't sound funny. Um, <laughs> uh, you can underage say, uh, watcher. You can draft watcher, I don't know. Draft watcher, yeah. Underage boy <laughs> watcher doesn't sound so great. Um, <laughs> I, I used to call you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so you're going to check out this weekend uh, Vic Country, Vic Metro? Yes, I am, yeah. A nice early start for me Sunday. Um, 11 o'clock start down at Geelong. So um, I'll be getting up nice and early. So, look, I haven't seen much of the TAC this year um i've probably only seen a handful of games so but look I, i'm you know his name's been mentioned a few times already on the board uh, jacob jacob weedering from dandenong so looking forward to seeing him this week and hopefully uh a couple of the father-son prospects in bailey rice and and jack silvani are, are going to play this weekend as well so hopefully i'll have a bit of a report next week and um but yeah for the champions championship start uh, this weekend, both divisions, Division One and Division Two. Brilliant! We'll look forward to that one. That uh, that this uh, Weedering kid, uh, from all reports, seems like a very talented young guy. So being in the box seat, we'll have to keep a close eye on him. I think. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of player is he? HF? I don't know anything about him. Uh, he's a one ninety five key defender, but he's highly, highly skilled. But yeah, come in handy. That'd be great. <laughs> definitely, definitely. It's a the the top end talent in this draft's pretty good, but it does it does fall away a bit, sort of after sort of twenty twenty five. So if we can load up on some some uh, picks in the top twenty, depending on what we do at the end of the year. But yeah, there's some good kids in this year's draft for sure. Awesome. We look forward to hearing that then from you. Um, all, all right. right. Well, let's uh, let's go on to the pregame pep talk. All right, guys. Well, this Friday, I'm sure everyone's really glad to see us on TV Friday night. <laughs> oh, God. No. The ratings are going to plummet over the next fortnight. Uh, but anyway. Yep, I sure are. Yep. Well, we are going to be taking on Geelong at Simmons Stadium. Is it still Simmons? No. No. We're playing at Etihad. Etihad. That's right. <laughs> Etihad. I was going to say, don't it- do that. I'm going to Etihad, not My Geelong. Apologies. Yeah, don't. Anyone who just booked tickets or whatever to go to Geelong, don't. Um, <laughs> so we'll be pl- we're taking on the Cats at uh, 7.50. I believe that's uh, my time, might be. I'm not sure. Don't worry no, about that. Ignore no, that. Melbourne time, 7.50. 7.50. Yeah. I'm going to edit that out anyway. Don't worry about it. Um, Shane, you want to start again? Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll carry on. It's cool. Um, so it's 13th uh, taking on last. Um, the Cats haven't been fantastic this year, though. Um, a percentage of uh, 84 at the moment, uh, with not too much of a, a better points for um, than us at the moment. I'm just looking on the AFL website. 555 points for. Um, we've got 522, but uh, we leak like a sieve, and that's where the problem is at the moment. <laughs> um, so, look, it's very early in the week, guys. Um, but have you got any uh, 
early thoughts on on who you'd like to see in terms of ins and outs or anything in particular. I know we've already touched on the sort of game style um, that we're talking about, but um, yeah, how do you think we're going to match up against the Cats? I, I have no idea. I, I really, I really don't. Uh, look, all, all I can say is that I I hope Mick and their club reconsider what they did last week and and bring the kids in. I I believe Nick Rain was best on ground again for the Northern Blues, so I'm not sure what more he can really do to to get a to stay in that senior team. Hopefully, Cripps comes back after his his calf. Whether sort of Hendo or Jamo or Simpson or whoever's fit. Not looking forward to this game at all. Uh, I'm I'm not going. I'm going to watch it on the couch again. Can't see us winning even if we started on Thursday morning. So Geelong by <laughs> a gazillion. <laughs> Very disheartening, isn't it? Yeah, look, I'll be there because I'm... Sucker for punishment. <laughs> Every bloody week, but anyway. Um, look, like HBF said, I think, um, you know, I don't want to rush Cruz back, but... Let's see what he's got. Hopefully, what's wrong with Simo? I haven't even checked. What's the injury? Um, hopefully, he can come back because we really miss him um, and he's run out of the back line. But, um, Calf injury listed as a test for the last game. Okay. okay. Yeah. Look, we should get some players back, but I'm with you, HBF. Nick Graham has to play. Um, if it's all about rewarding kids, and from what I heard, he was the best on ground on, on Saturday afternoon. So bring him back in. Hopefully, Cripps can get up. I don't know how bad his injury is but um yeah look anything's possible i mean that was pretty optimistic before shandog with only five goals behind them in the tally for points um four um but like you said the problem's down back so it'll be good to get jamro back if we could because hawkins will just run rampant i think on on friday night it's um, been some you know, interesting can... matchups between Rowe and Hawkins, actually. So, yeah. Well, oh, God. Mm, um, you know, the worst thing, they could stretch us really bad. Like, they could put Graham, uh, not Graham, Harry Taylor and um, Lonigan up forward as well if they really wanted. So, um, look, I think our midfield has to get on top. Um, and, look, it was really disappointing on the weekend because our midfield – believe it or not, has has led the AFL in clearances all year. So um they got they got smashed on Saturday night, but um hopefully they can they can live for this game and give Levi Casbolt first opportunity given he's the only real target down there. But yeah. I think there's gonna be some tough um omissions from the side that we just had, considering cruisers I would say pretty likely to come back in, you'd think now. Mm-hmm. He's had the two games yeah. in the VFL. Um, Lockie Henderson is still, was listed as a test for the previous game, um, same as uh, uh, Jamison. So there's a good chance that those two, Cruiser and perhaps um, Kate Simpson, would come back into the team. I don't think anyone would have too much argument with that happening. I mean, they are senior players and we do want to see the kids, but they are our good senior players. Yeah. Um, uh, as far as the younger ones go, I would definitely love to see Nick Graham in there. I think um, that's general sentiment around the boards. Um, Kieran Byrne might also um, be in the mix, depending on how he goes this week, to come back in. And, geez, it would be fantastic to see him and Yaron playing off the uh, the same back line. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, look, um, obviously it's a bit early to sort of talk about the, the makeup of the team, but uh, uh, all those sort of guys come into the team, and uh, I reckon we'll come away with a 10-goal win. 
Jesus. Can I have some of what you're smoking, mate? Seriously. (laughs) All right, look, guys, uh, thanks very much for rolling in, and uh, we'll leave it there. So, good night, HBF. Good night, everyone. And good night, Bluebell. Good night, everybody. Come on, Blues, fight hard. Yes. (laughs) Yes.